Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Uh, it's going okay. Annoyed at my damn cat, but you know, hmm. other than that, life as usual. D- is your cat making it not July 26? Because if so, I'm annoyed as well. Uh, no, I just had grabbed some food before we started recording and hadn't had a chance to eat it, and he was trying to get in and eat it for me, so. Yeah, he's just doing, he's just, uh, he's like, oh, well, you're not, it's gonna be cold by the time you get to it after the show, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna eat it now, and then you can get something warm and fresh, you know? I'm just doing you a a solid. That's Mm -hmm. probably what the cat's thinking. Probably, yet he's not allowed to have human food, and he knows it. That's so. true. He's a sly little devil. Well, um, let's talk about some banners, because I've got a nice little update for everybody. Uh, we got weekly revival banners, Ryuma, Hinoka, and Takumi happening right now. Those are running weekly until October 27th. I always go to say that so weirdly. October 27th. It's July. Why are we talking about October? I don't know. No, I know, but... Um, bunch of summer stuff running. Summer returns till August 9th. Summer's arrival till the 23rd of July. Elysian summer until the 26th of July. Summer refreshes until the 9th of August. Finally, a Tempest Trials lessons learned until the 22nd, so that's ending shortly. Bound Hero Battle, Morgan and Morgan. Dun dun. Lawyers at law. Oh, update noise. That goes until July 24th. And New Power is going until the 27th of July. Now, Eddie, I want to know, how has your summons gone this week? Well, very exciting news. Nothing happened. Mm. Uh, nothing from any of the from the new power banner that started or the new revival banner. Um, been bolt hunting as I get enough orbs, but uh, no luck yet. Um, probably going to put that on hold for about 75 orbs. Uh, less if I can get someone while summoning for that ends up being less than a full ring. Uh, but, you know, while I use up my five free summon for the uh, bizarre new banner that might be coming up that will hit, uh, go briefly over a little later. Hmm. Well, yeah, so you're still searching for Walt, so that's the last summer hero you're looking for? Yep, I managed to get um, Levitane... After getting uh, Lynn, Lena, and uh, Ursula, or no, Ursula was the, no, yeah, Ursula, Fiora was the Tempest Trial, so got those three, but had no luck with Wolt yet, Hmm. and part of the issue is that half the time, green doesn't even come up, so, yeah, space it orbs right there. That's brutes. I did actually notice something else that is kind of bizarre. Okay. We have yet to have the Norian Summer Banner Revival. I was going to say, or, is there any... Or the other other Summer Banner from last year. Yeah, I feel like we're missing some, because there's usually two per year, and there's only two running now. So do you think those will just pop on the 26th and run for a week and a half? That seems kind of lame. I have no clue what's going on. I had noticed it last week on on the calendar, and I just wondered maybe, you know... Or the week before, whenever we first got the calendar, mm-hmm. noticed them missing from there and wondered maybe they, they just forgot to put them on there. But, you know, we've had that extra week and they still haven't shown up. I mean, it seems weird if they're only going to run them for a week. 
if they run them longer, it'll go past the current banners, but who knows? Yeah, it is an odd, you know, an odd removal. And I mean, they, I don't think they're usually ones to not show the banner. So maybe they'll have it start on the 26th and have it run through um, the, the end of August, even though... Maybe, maybe for all we know, they'll do it like the original Ulysian Norian banners where they start after each other. So on the 23rd, the second banner from last year will show up. And on the 26th, when Ulysian Summer goes away, that's when Norian Summer will start. Maybe. Yeah, I think that's logical. I don't think they're just yeah. going to straight up not have them. That'd be even weirder, I think. Yeah, I feel like they're going to do them. I just don't know what their plan is. Maybe those will be the special heroes for the month of August. Maybe. They probably just didn't want to flood, what, six banners in in two months? That would be a lot. Especially if you're like trying to space the orbs out. It could be the fact that there are so many banners currently running and didn't want to add even more to the list so i get it but uh not to let let people hanging here but uh just gotta say our our search for lynn is over summer lynn has arrived i was able to summon her um i was basically going you know orb to orb so every time it got 20 orbs i'd summon and it was looking pretty grim like i was coming to the conclusion that like okay if i end up buying orbs i'll probably regret it if I end up waiting, that's fine, but then, like, I'll also be a little bummed, but either way, I, 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 I was patient, stayed the course, and she did pop up, uh, and I was kind of like, all right, cool, happy to not have to do that again, you know? Uh, uh, by the yeah. way, Summerlin arrived, like, a week and a half ago. Weren't you aware? Yeah, well, not my orb stash was not aware, but yes, you are correct. It was, uh, Summerlin has been in the game for quite a while. But yeah, no, I, I I summoned her. It was, it was probably you know I was getting to the point where I was like nearing five percent for the uh, for the special heroes, and I was kind of like, oh man, if I get pity broken by some other random blue, like that might be yeah, it. That, that's always the issue. Like that's the thing that drives me crazy when while I'm out here bolt hunting with you know I get one of those rings with no greens on, it, and it's like mm-hmm. it'll be annoying if I get it another summer hero but it'll be even more annoying if i just get a random off-color pity break well it was almost more see this is the thing like in previous banners it was like well i didn't really care about many of these heroes so i just kind of summoned i didn't like truly really like i didn't have a preference so i would summon on you know my two or three preferences and i think that really helps with your orb stash to be able to, to not be sniping and I know there's probably math out there that will say otherwise or contradict whatever I'm no. saying, but I just feel it, like it depends that. on what you're looking for. You yeah. Know? Well, it, uh, what I'm looking for sometimes is a specific hero. Other times I'm just looking for a five star. I don't really care who it is. So I just feel like my orbs maybe get spent more wisely when I'm just trying to pull any five star on the banner. So therefore, I, there's always something to pull and there's always multiples you know what i mean yeah exactly if you're hunting for a specific unit it's better to snipe because you know you're lessening the chance of getting pity broken by an off color if you're looking if you really don't care you're being more uh efficient with your orbs in that you know if you're just summoning on everything hoping for any five star focus or not you know or even you know focus 
when you're pulling able to pull on all colors, you're saving orbs when you do that, you know, third, fourth, and or second, third, fourth, and fifth summon because you're spending one less orb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it just spreads spreads the wealth a little bit, and and I certainly felt it. I hadn't I hadn't gone in sniping for a while. Um, so this has been an opening eye opening experience. Even with the legendary mythic banners, I usually am like, I've got my colors that I'm pulling on, and I'm happy to get anyone. You know, obviously having the legendary or mythic pop up is nice, but I'm just I'm just kind of hoping for for somebody new but this is one of those occurrences where it's like i want this specific hero and i i felt it and i i honestly it would have been it would have been also interesting to have the opposite conversation where i'm like i ran out of orbs i got pity broken let's talk about that you know the feelings there but that didn't yeah. happen we'll wait till the next time and we'll see how that goes but yeah yeah, yeah. it worked out and i can also confirm that if you're looking to fill out or get specific heroes if you just keep um, summoning for efficiency, you're going to have a lot more issues, as I proved in my first year or so of summoning. Mm-hmm. When I would always just summon the entire wheel, which would, yes, get me the most heroes, but on a regular basis, I would manage to not get, you know, I'd get two of the heroes and would not get the others because I would keep getting penny broken by those two heroes I had already gotten. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I I was happy to to get the who I was looking for, and, and I mean my summoning my summoning patterns have certainly evolved over the uh, the years with this game, and I think for the betterment uh, from this show. So I'm I'm always happy to hear what people think in terms of how how they they hear our summoning results. So uh, and I know in the Discord people have been very vocal about who they've gotten and who they're going for. I think one note that i i have to mention i think it was sandman was saying he's ready for the new banner we're going to talk about tonight and he's got like a thousand orbs saved up and i'm like that wow that's a lot well he's someone who was is okay not spending on banners where he doesn't care about anyone in there Mm -hmm. so you know he was able to save up because he was okay not getting a Lynn or a Lelina or Gunthra or whatever. Yeah. 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 No, I, I get it. And I usually save up. I think the highest I've had is maybe close to 200 orbs, but it usually, usually a banner that pops pretty quick and it's like, Oh, well, here we go. This is need a five star. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. it's good stuff. And what else is happening in the game? Like I know Rucker sieges is back. I just kind of, crush the third day on that and got all the rewards and feels pretty much unchanged from the previous time when we had the mode right yeah hasn't really changed much if any from the previous time um i made i remember to hop in every battle to get all the rewards per battle since the rewards reset each battle um usually the second day of each battle like i still gotta hop in later tonight uh you know a couple times going in there i was getting um you know, I re rearranged my team and I was managing to get like thirty thousand points around. And that was even just on the um mid tier, the level thirty tier. So Yeah, I think I was not bad, it's sorry. No, I was just gonna say I've been sticking intermediate and I find that this is totally not a mode that you can auto battle. 
the difference. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. You cannot auto battle because the Rooker will slaughter your team if you auto battle. Yeah, and you're and with auto battle, your team seems to like ignore the ads. They just kind of go for the Rooker, so you kind of crowd around, and every time that happens, you kind of just uh, oh, yeah, that's bad bad idea to crowd around the Rooker. Yeah, and they just get AOE'd by his uh, by his special counter and. Um, it, it doesn't go well. I think you end up you end up getting some points, but I'd say you're you're getting triple, if not maybe double or triple, if you're actually paying attention and just kind of strategically moving your characters around, taking out the ads, stuff like that. So I'm or I'm enjoying it. The person who gets hit by the um, Rooker special alone, so you aren't getting five people or three or four people getting smacked. That's a really good point. Yeah. Also. Also, I don't think AI will swap pair-up units, so, you know, there's that too. Since I have all three of the legendary heroes with pair-up, I'm able to, you know, get the bonus of that. Because, like, one of the changes I made is I put Lissa as one of my pair-up units so that I can actually have a full-on healer and keep a dancer as my extra unit. It's not too bad. So... Yeah, I need to uh, I need to look at the pair up because I think I have Om um, and uh, one more, maybe I can't remember now. Maybe I just Did you have Hallowood um. or Roy. No, I just have Om um, then. <laughs> okay. I thought I had uh, some. I guess I had a I got a mythic, but um, yeah, I it started I'm... with Roy and we didn't know what it was until a month after he came out, and since then both Om um and Hollywood have had pair up. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I like Rooker Sieges. It's nice. I, I'm interested to see if they do feel the need to change anything because it doesn't feel like they changed much from the first go. So if we're going to get like an update to Rooker Sieges, it'll be interesting yeah, to see what I'd that is. Probably be okay if they were to up the um, rewards like they did with uh, Blend Conquests a while ago. Yeah. But, yeah, maybe. You never know. Yep. Yeah. We shall see, but what about these uh, Coliseum quests? Are they are they not something we've had before? They are, which is why I kind of put new in parentheses in the notes. It's Essentially, they're the arena quests we used to have, but now that the arena tab has been on the battle screen, has been renamed as the Coliseum, they've renamed it, and they now, instead of just being arena and um, arena assault, they've added allegiance battles into it as well. And it's the three tiers. You complete a certain number of arena battles, a certain number of allegiance battles, and a certain number of, you know, arena assault up to a certain uh, length in a row or a certain height in a row. You know, enough battles in a row in arena assault. Yeah. And you get you know, rewards in th three tiers. Yeah, but I mean they're not very interesting quests. I think it's just kind of like these feel pretty grindy to me. They're kind of like just go in and do this and get out and you'll get the hard one and the hard yeah. one. I, we've talked about this before like I think the lunatic one is like do 15 arena battles for one orb and it's like okay guys, this is a bit much. Yeah, I haven't double checked and seen if they've upped the rewards any, but yeah, that was always the issue with the arena quests. The first tier, it's not too bad, but the exact same rewards on the next tier, and you have to do twice as much, and, you know, three or four times as much for the third tier with the exact same rewards. It's like, this really isn't worth it. Hmm. No, it's not. 
It's not. So. I, I'll probably go through it at some point, but I, if I miss it, I miss it. But uh, I'm really looking yeah. forward to what's coming up in the future because we got a big week coming up. Uh, yep. Um, let's quickly, one last thing about the Colosseum Quest. Yeah, I got the arena ones done for the Rooker Sieges. Uh, I got to hop in and do the other two so I can start the second tier when I do the Rooker Sieges stuff tonight. But yeah, I'll probably eventually work on them. Uh, other than that, yeah, we do have the new banner that we had dropped, and that's the Three Houses banner and login bonus starting tomorrow, essentially tonight at midnight, or two 3 a.m. when the reset is. Uh, also starting at that same time is, is the Forging Bonds Joining Forces event for those units, the Ether Raids event. Uh, we have a Bound Hero Battle Revival of Klein and Clarine. Uh, coming on the 24th. We have the Tap Battle starting up again on the 25th. Uh, Bland Con- I mean, Grand Conquest starting on the 26th. The Heroes with Close Defense Skills Banner starting on the 27th. And next Sunday on the 28th, we have the Voting Gauntlet Login Bonus starting and possibly Banner. Not sure, 100% sure. Don't know what the units are going to be, so... We'll cool. see what that is then. But. Now, is this a new tap battle, I'm guessing? Because it, it it doesn't say, like, tap battle rerun or encore. It might be a new one. Don't know. Okay. You know, it's just more tap battle. Fun times. but uh, Sure, we'll go with fun. <laughs> wow. I think that was dripping with sarcasm. Hopefully. I don't know. If, that didn't, if you couldn't smell the sarcasm on that one. I'll try harder next time. Um, <laughs> let's look at this Three Houses banner video, which dropped on Friday. Uh, we got the Three Houses banner video, which I said dropped on Friday, introducing us to Edelgard, the future. Dimitri, the protector. Claude, the upside-down art. I mean, the schemer. <laughs> I loved every single meme on the subreddit. was like, the art for Claude is all wrong, and they just swapped it, so he's upside-down. And that was my <laughs> I favorite. Missed those. Oh, nice. my God. Just the best. Uh, I love the internet sometimes. It's really great. Um, it has its moments. It's those moments where you just literally like rotate an art piece and suddenly that's, that, is a, that is hilarity. I don't know what it is, but there's just something about that box art that just... Yeah, but unfortunately there are other moments that it has that are just like, really? Really? Yeah. This is why we can't have nice, nice things. Sometimes there's the diamond in the rough that just kind of shines through all the the bull anyways let's let's keep going with these um last but not le- least we have byleth uh female byleth proven professor note that this byleth is the female version and not the same as the tested professor version which we are getting as a promotional unit if you purchase fire emblem three houses and connect your my nintendo account we'll talk a bit about him in just a little moment we're also getting Crino, Crino, Crania, Crania, Gleaming Blade as a Grand Hero Battle Unit in early August. I, th- I believe August third is what they're what they're speculating. Or what I think that's what they said. August third. I think it is on there as a Grand Hero Battle on the third. And she looks like a bad guy. So uh, back to the Grand Hero Battle being a bad guy. So that's nice. We don't obviously know for sure because we haven't played the game. At least I don't. But uh, she's got pale skin, so you know, probably, probably someone to do with the uh, death. I don't know. It's it's hard to say for sure if she's a bad guy. Most likely she is, but 
you know, none of the promotional stuff has really given that much info on any quote-unquote bad guys. There's that uh, mysterious guy in some of the trailers, but it's given us little to no info about him. Mm -hmm. To me, it's just, it feels like it's got Fire Emblem bad guy written all over it, but... Oh yeah, she definitely looks like a bad guy, and we'll have about a week or so, maybe a little less... Uh, about a week or so time with the game, so maybe we'll know who she is by the time uh, we might. Grand Hero Battle comes around. We just might. Uh, we also got the title of the Forging Bonds that arrives with the banner, which is Joining Forces. Look forward to that fun stuff arriving in-game. Toot sweet! Uh, Eddie, we would normally just mosey on over to the next segment, but considering next week is going to be a bit packed, we figured we would actually break down Byleth Tested Professor because uh, yeah yep yeah, um we actually got news that he's going to be coming um arriving on the mythic banner but is not the mythic hero uh but we also will get the promotional version of him this friday uh so this past saturday morning or friday day after friday uh we got the details of pr- the promotional byleth tested professor um he's you know byleth is as if you've Unless you've been living under a rock or just heard about Fire Emblem yesterday, uh, he is the main protagonist. Uh, more or less, you're the Robin or Corin of Three Houses uh, and is selected to be a professor at the Gerard Mach Monastery after an encounter while traveling with his father's mercenary band. Now, I'd love to give you more details on this, but you know, since the game's not out till Friday, I don't really have them. Uh, you know, uh, and after that, he's a professor of the monastery. Uh, this is the male version. Uh, in as I mentioned, he shows up on the Mythic Hero banner starting on the 31st. Uh, he joins on the 26th for free if you have purchased and linked your uh, talking hard. Learn it someday, me will. <laughs> Uh, if you link, if you have both your Switch and Fire Emblem Heroes on the same Nintendo account, you will get the promotional male Byleth on the 26th for free. He is a joining heroes as a red infantry sword unit. Uh, he wields his unique, sort of unique, because it's the same weapon that the female version will wield, uh, but it cannot be inherited, so only Byleth can wield it no matter what gender. Uh, the creator so- weapon, the creator sword, which accelerates the special trigger by one and disables foe's skills that guarantee their follow-up attack or prevent him from following up and neutralizes skills that affect cooldown charges on him or the foe, either speeding up the foe's or slowing down his spe- uh, skills during combat. Uh, lot to uncover. Uh, unpack there we'll go over that in a moment he also has a new special skill uh, also shared with the female byleth called ruptured sky that has a cooldown count of two and when it triggers it boosts damage by 20 percent of uh, their foe's attack Uh, however if they are up against a dragon or beast unit it actually doubles the amount of boost they receive to 40 percent instead um, he uh, the male Byleth comes with disencounter, 
chill speed, and odd speed way of rounding out his skills. So, yeah, that weapon is hard to fully understand and explain, but the way I understand it is during combat, essentially, you know, it stops any skills that, you know, essentially... Do you have any thoughts while I try to figure out how to speak? Yeah, I, you know, the thing is, do we know if, now do we know if Byleth's special weapon, does, and you said it's the same weapon, so it has the same effect as female Byleth then, right? Yes. Okay, so that's interesting. Um, yeah, like, accelerates the special trigger by one and disables foe's skills that guarantee their follow-up attacks. So, in my mind, it it uh, it nullifies, like, distant counter... Stuff like that? Uh, no. No, um, different. I'd have to look it up in um, Game Press, but there are certain skills and weapons that say, like um, the armor ones that uh, Lissa has. Right. Uh, under these conditions, you have a guaranteed follow-up attack. Oh, and I that's see. that's what like, it deactivates. Um, uh, like brave weapons? Uh, brave, not brave weapons that that's a uh, different can of worms or okay not really can of worms you're right now that one allows you to just d- attack that just allows double... two attacks yeah right okay um, and a someone with a brave weapon can get up to four attacks right so, so guaranteed follow-up attack it basically following up and or prevent him from following up so does it also prevent units from following up so if you attack them they can't actually follow up does that, okay. that make um, sense? Let's see. This is essentially the no follow-up skill on his weapon. Uh, let's see. Desperation is one of them. Uh, or Brash Assault. Maybe it's Brash Assault that's one of them. Let me pull it up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Desperation change priority. Brash Assault allows you to make a second attack even if you're slower depending if the conditions are met. Oh, I so, see. So, you know, it, it would deactivate Brash Assault. You it, know, which guarantees the second attack, even see, if you're slower. To me, like, disables foe skill that guarantee their follow-up attack. So that and prevent him from following up. Like, to me, that that reads is that they they won't be able to follow up, but you're saying it's only... I guess we won't know until the, until the person's in the game, but... If, essentially, if they're faster than Byleth, they'll still get a follow-up attack. Right. But if they're slower than Byleth, but would get a follow-up attack because of a skill, they will not get that follow-up attack anymore. Oh. And the second half of it is, like, the fire sweep weapons. Okay. All the fire sweep weapons will prevent you from, uh, anyone from countering, essentially. Uh, let me see. Fire sweep bow. Uh, units, unit and enemies cannot use counterattacks. Nope, that's different. Okay. That's not follow follow ups. But, um, so it's not the fire sweep weapons, but there are skills that prevent your foe in weapons that prevent your foe from, uh, doing a follow up attack even if they are faster. Yeah. It and would I, deactivate those. Yeah. And I think this is one of those examples where. I know it, I know you or I might not have even gotten Byleth in our hands. I mean, we would have because we pre-ordered, but 
either way. This is why it's always nice to have the unit in game and then we can specifically speak to it. But I think you're right. Like You're absolutely right in that it nullifies the skills that allow follow-ups, which is a pretty big deal, I think. Like I don't think people are freaking out, but it's nice to see that they keep adding like counters to, to other things. It's interesting that they keep doing that. I'm sure people are somewhat frustrated because it maybe counters their favorite spell, but it's a good it's a good thing and the fact that it's free like well okay sorry it's not a free unit but the fact that it's free to fans like us is is also a, a big thing do you think we're going to see a lot of bylifts hanging around in, in the meta or is this just whatever um i mean we'll see a decent number of bylifts even before he appears on the banner because there'll be a decent number of people who are playing heroes who our Fire Emblem fans and get uh, three here houses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then after that, he'll show up as often as any other unit shows up. Um, I suspect that after the Mythic Banner, he will just be part of the summoning pool. Right. Uh, po- probably as a five star. Possibly would be devoted, but I doubt, doubt it. You well, know? I doubt it as well. I think he'll stay five star, but uh, we do know he's not the mythic hero but do we have an idea or do you have an inkling of who the mythic hero might be as we enter the speculation corner i have a guess i mean it's been gone over in the thing but i mean we'll cover that in a few minutes in um and i guess it is about time to go to speculation corner which is what you were trying to do (laughs) i was slowly got unless you have anything else with parts what are you thinking? Anything no. else with Byleth, or should we move on? Uh, I'm guessing it's... No, I think that's about it for Byleth. I mean, he does have Disencounter, so mm-hmm. adding to the limited number of Disencounter, and uh, the special is kind of interesting as well. In fact, that it um, you know, does more damage if you're fighting against a dragon or a beast, which is not uncommon of, you know, primary character weapons. Yeah, See, like Falchion lord characters. All those, yeah. Yeah, that's a so, good point. You know, I'm sure Yato had might have had some special like that. I don't know. It's been a while, and I guess Yato in the game in the game doesn't exactly have something like that. But um, also the other uh, second part of that is these uh, cooldown charges. Mm. Essentially, things that you know in skills that say uh, inflict a minus. You know, cooldown charge minus one on the penalty per attack type thing will not work on him during battle. So he'll get be able to activate his special as, you know, on a normal, on a regular basis, even if they try to deactivate it. Right. No, it's, so. a, it's a solid kit, I think, for a unit that they've decided to attach as a, you know, it's sort of a promotional unit. And uh, I think it's really cool. And I'll be interested to see, like, how like whether people will pull for female byleth now that they've now that they might have gotten a free byleth with their purchase of three houses so we'll see how it goes i look forward to getting my you know my hands on the unit in game and uh see how that goes Um, i'll probably i'll probably end up having male byleth before i have any other three houses characters if my luck (laughs) has been uh continues to be as it is but I'm looking forward to it, but yeah, like, what are your? So let's talk speculation corner. Uh, Byleth is a mythic hero, is not the mythic hero that's been confirmed in game. Who do you think will be the mythic hero for for this upcoming banner? 
Uh, I think it'll be Sothis. It's like I said, it's kind of been tossed around in the um, thing. We uh, are fairly certain it's going to be a red hero mm-hmm. because um, there's fewer red than what they've been doing recently. Uh, if that makes sense, words not work properly, as I've proven multiple times today. But you know, um, let's see. Yeah, we only have one red unit this month, whereas we have two of each of the other colors. So it seems highly likely it's going to be a red unit. Uh, and you know, Sothis, there's no guarantee that she would be a red unit, but it's not uncommon for dragons to be red. Yeah. Um, and Sothis, it's a mythic hero, not a legendary, so it's got to be some kind of dragon. So. And maybe we'll find out that in the game that Sothis is not mythic quality, but, you know, the whole setup of the game makes her definitely seem that she would qualify mythic, to my mind. Mm-hmm. But it could be anyone. It could be, you know, uh, we already got Naga. We still haven't gotten, um, what's her name? The one from Valentia. Uh, well, Duma, Mila but... and Duma. Well, Mila, we haven't gotten. We haven't gotten Mila. So wait, could be Mila. We? Could be. No, we got Naga. You're right. No, we got Naga, not Mila. Yeah, we haven't gotten Mila. I mean, I think the um, legendary Crusaders from uh, Shadow Dragon are possibilities eventually. Mm-hmm. So there are other options, but yeah, I think there are other options. But it's tempting for them to look at this and say like, "Oh, more three houses promotion, please," um, and and attaching like yet another character they want us to get to know. Because I mean, by having so if it's Sothis or a three houses character that becomes our new mythic hero, it allows us to kind of get a little more information and get the game front and center. Because I mean. When new banners hit, it's kind of a big deal for the first couple days, and then because it's a free-to-play game, it takes that next... You have to have that next wave hit sooner, and I wonder if, you know, end of July... or Well, maybe this is... When does this banner start? Is it, like, literally end of next week? Banner starts July 31st. Okay, so, I mean... And that is another reason I think it's probably going to be Sothis. Mm -hmm. It gives us five days with uh, three houses to get to know the character so they're not spoiling anything for those who buy the game you know and it gives promotional and you know promotional stuff for people in uh heroes who have not yet bought three houses it's like hey look at this cool character from three houses you want to don't you want to go get that game yeah i mean i fully expect the early august banner unless they do do the brave heroes in that one i fully expect the early august banner to be another three houses banner yeah yeah i think we'll see soon enough for sure and i i think you're we're spot on in that we it'll be additional three houses promotion i i I think they need to they need to hit it hard that's the main reason fire emblem heroes exists is as a promotional tool for the main game so if they just if they just kind of like hit it once and move on uh and and give us something else later in the fall i think that would be a very interesting approach like maybe they could look at dlc releases and kind of hit it again i don't know they sort of did that with shadows of valentia where they only i think they only had one banner right around the launch but you know it's it's entirely possible they will only do just the one banner and the one grand hero battle it is it 
seems like a good way to advertise some extra time to do two of them. But also, as we know from having this game for two and a half years, people want their favorite games. They aren't necessarily worried about the new hotness. Mm-hmm. They want their genealogy units. They want their shadow dragon units. They want their sacred stones units. You know, Heck, I'm sure there are some people out there who want their Thracia units. I mean, I was updating some of our lists in... Thracia only got one new unit since I last updated back in, like, uh, around Christmas. Hmm. New Year's hadn't come out, but the Christmas ones were on the list. So there were eight units then, and there are nine units now for Thracia. You know, Genealogy got a two or three more, I think. Maybe even four more, so. You know. Yeah. It was still limited, but it still got more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll certainly see, and I think uh, like it's a good tool to use as promotion. But speaking of three houses, yeah, let's I, head into. I fully expect them to go with promotion, but they do have to take into account the people who really want the other stuff. Yep. So. Oh, I, I agree. That's a really, really good point. Um, but yeah, let's head into the Outrun Gate. Let's talk about three houses a little bit more because we got a new video, the final video, the final house that hasn't been covered, the Golden Deer. Uh, you watched this. What yeah. did you think? Um, it, they're definitely interesting. Um, Cloud is quite, uh, you know, himself. Um, they get some, seem to have some dark, uh, backstories. I think it was indicated. Um, it, it was another video. Um, I still am kind of leaning a bit more towards blue, uh, lions, was it? Or whatever, Dimitri's house after his video, because the students other than Dimitri and even... Dimitri's kind of grown on me. It's just he felt a little awkward, you know. Um, so the stu- other students make it look a little, you know, make it look a little more interesting. And yeah, with um, Black Eagles being kind of uh, magic focused, you know, I've never been a giant magic. I kind of prefer swords. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this this one, they note um, archery is the focus here as is normal for their land, the Leicester Alliance. Leicester Alliance, however they pronounced it. But introducing Claude and a couple other units in there, so Mm -hmm. like the others were. No, that's good. And uh, you feel like they've pretty much... I I saw there was uh, some, some traffic on Twitter from some voice artists. I think, I think, uh, opera may have been retweeting it on Twitter, like some 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 actors and actresses, you know, announcing, oh, I can finally talk about this. I'm so-and-so in Fire Emblem Three Houses. So we've kind of got our Western voice actors list right now, right? Uh, if, they've been annou- if they've been able to announce it on Twitter and stuff, I missed that. Um, I hadn't really looked since last week at the thing, but with the trailer for the... Um, trailer for the... Three three houses. The three houses units coming to give guarantee us the voice actors, or I would say nine percent guarantee us who the voice actors for Claude, Dimitri, Byleth, and Edelgard are. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you got them in to record for the game. Why not have them record for Heroes at the same time? Wait, it's not the same voice actors. I think it is the same voice actors, which is why I think. The voice actors that are noted in the trailer 
for the Western, you know, the Western trailer are the voice actors for the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're usually really good to do that. Yeah, so we have a confirmation that Tara Platt is voicing Edelgard. And Tara yeah. Platt, remind me, like, is she someone I should recognize? Um, she's a, she is a pretty big voice actor. Uh, I know I know some of the, you know, I know I know of her. Uh, the top of my head, I can't think of what else she's been in. Um, I think she voiced some stuff in, like, Teen Titans and stuff like that. But she's a pretty big voice actor. Uh, okay, I, d- I don't recognize her name, honestly. It's one of those things that uh, she doesn't jump out, but I'm sure I'm sure if you listed her sort of work, I'd probably... Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I know yeah. that one. Uh, apparently she's in Agretsuko, which is a Netflix thing. Okay. Uh, she was in Persona 5 as Elizabeth. Uh, never played Persona uh, 5. I'm sure people who played per- Persona 5 yeah. have already been upset <laughs> that we don't know who Tara Platt is. Well, she's already... Yeah, they already list her in... Uh, heroes for her she was in some naruto skylanders hmm. sailor moon a lot of anime dubbing okay um so she's i mean to her credit she sounds great so i'm looking forward to uh hearing more of her in the game when it launches in just what five days six days yep. man it's around the corner apparently she is in wow or at least on warlords but they don't list who she voices mm-hmm uh, she plays additional voices in Diablo 3, uh, Valir, and Hearthstone. Right. So we are we are heading down a rabbit hole. I'm going to pull us up here. Yep. Uh, let's let's talk Game yeah. Club. We're going to have lots of time to talk about Three Houses next week when it when it is actually physically in our hands. I cannot wait. And we're gonna we're gonna talk about it next week. Yep. But let's focus on Conquest. We've got Game Club. Uh, chapter 18 yes. this week is what we played. I'm, I apologize, everyone. I know we wanted to get a, a bit of a chunk done before Three Houses came, but honestly, it's been a crazy summer, and I, I literally played Chapter 18, then fell asleep, promptly having a nap because I am exhausted. Uh, but yeah, Eddie, let's talk about Chapter 18 of Fire Emblem Fates Conquest. In Chapter 18, we travel to Izumo, which is a uh, country that holds tight to its neutrality. I think the easiest way to relate to it would be kind of Switzerland type thing. Uh, no matter what's going on around them, they remain neutral. Uh, and upon meeting uh, Izana, the leader of Izumo, uh, most of the Norian royalty are shocked at how he behaves and surprised to find that um, he's throwing a banquet. Uh, but um, the Hoshidan royalty are there for the banquet as well. Uh, despite not really being happy about it per se but they uh both sides agree to abide by izumo's uh neutrality and give up their weapons and no fighting permitted in the country uh however it's quickly found found out as ryoma comes to talk to bet uh your character um Corin, your Corin, that it's not actually izana there it's a norian mage zola pretending to be Izana. He arrests the Hushidans and plans to execute them in order to improve his standing with Garon and Nor. Uh, but um, your siblings, uh, particularly Xander, are of the same mind as you of about killing the Hushidans like this while they are unarmed. And the siblings ar- rally around you to fight Zola and his henchmen and free the Hushidans. 
Uh, after the battle, Leo kills Zola to prevent him from biding his time and betraying you to Garon about what you did, how you fought to save the Hoshidans. And the Hoshidans, while grateful in their own way for your actions, uh, do note that this does not change how things will go if uh, next time you meet them. <laughs> I'm noticing a bit of a trend every time we come across some of these Hoshidans. It's like, thank you for saving us, but this doesn't change anything. Like, this is the third chapter in a row where we've, like, interacted with Hoshidans and they're like, thanks for saving us. We would have probably done the same thing, but I'm going to kill you next yeah. time I see you. Yeah, and it's kind of a trend, but it kind of makes sense. They're honorable, so they're not going to try and stab you right after you save them, but mm -hmm. you're still at war. You're still invading their country. So yeah. if they bump into you again in a situation that, you know, on the battlefield, and most of the time when they said next time I see you, they're expecting you to be on the battlefield. You yeah. Because you're not going to suddenly just step away. Because we're, we're still heading in on the yeah. full invasion, right? So this is... Yep. It's to be expected. But I was happy to see more sort of peaceful interactions between the Hoshidans and the and the Norians because you don't get that in Birthright. It's very much like, we're here to take out the Norians, you're all evil, blah, 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 blah. So mm -hmm. this has been a nice change of pace. I kind of thought Conquest would be similar to Birthright and like more of a clear cut, we're just going to kill everyone, but really it's been the opposite of Birthright. Yep. It's more complex, but uh, yeah, no, I'm... I really like this chapter. Now, I found on casual, uh, 20 turns to take out both bosses was fairly simple. I, I didn't even have to split my army up. I kind of just like mob rushed up and then all the way down and was able to clear it pretty quickly. Did you did you have any similar thoughts on sort of the, the layout of the map? It was fairly it was a fairly common objective, just take out the bosses in a yeah, certain amount of time. Yeah, it was just do it within a certain amount of time. Um, I did split my army just because no particular reason and had no problem getting both of them uh only hiccup i had is i misread the numbers and ended up getting at least knocked out and it was like you know i've got limited time to get the last few maps so i'm not gonna bother resetting type thing you know so mm -hmm. since i had it on casual i didn't have to worry about resetting yeah i had a few people die on my on my playthrough and i was kind of like you know what i'm just gonna just gonna mosey on through here because I, I felt like i needed to kind of keep going although kaz my 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 main man he uh he took a hit once again i gotta maybe protect him a little bit more he's losing out on xp hard yeah he he's been knocked out so many times you might want to switch him out for someone else yeah <laughs> he's a bit of a dud in my game not gonna lie he's he's failed to complete so many chapters he's probably far enough behind that He's not going to be able to complete many more chapters. Oh, well, I'll figure it Especially out. Especially if you don't have the DLC like me where you can boost his power. You know? I don't have the DLC. I also don't really have a lot of, like... Yeah, you don't have the time. Even interest if you have the DLC. or time to go in there. But I, I guess I never played the DLC. Like, if it were, if Three Houses weren't coming out this year and it got delayed to the fall, I'd probably look at, like, maybe expanding a bit and getting some of the DLC. But mm -hmm. not really something I'm looking at. But um, I did... I did think the interaction between Leo and Zola was really interesting that Leo was like, no, we got to kill this guy because he's just going to, he's going to ruin it for everybody. So you weren't going to do it. Yeah. So I'm going to do it. And everyone's yeah, cool with that. I found it kind of funny that his reasoning for killing him is exactly what happens in Birthright. You show mercy, 
you bring him along and he betrays you. Zola is a uh, I don't remember Zola from Birthright. Wasn't it? Yeah, a... he was he was in Azuma in Azuma as well in Azuma as well in Birthright. He begs for his life. Uh-huh. Uh you know, you spare him. He comes with you. I think on the boat he jumps in front of attack for meant for Leo, which further gives you, you know, let makes you trust him. And then when you get to the opera house or whatever, he betrays you. Now is he the one? He isn't the the guy who takes over Takumi, right? That's a that's the other. Uh... Uh, Takumi is a different situation. Mm-hmm. Is not really taken over by a guy. Takumi like falls down the bottomless canyon and gets taken over by whatever the secret power that you find out about in Revelations is. Oh, uh, okay. I'm completely you know, mixing he, them he up. He isn't able to hide like um, Azura taught Gunter to do. Mm-hmm. So. So he just turns bad. But yeah, I don't yeah, remember Zola from Birthright. taken over by that power or whatever. Hmm. All in all, though, I thought it was a good chapter. Um, it was good progression. I, I like the idea that, you know, the Hushidans and the Norians, like Korin's, like saying, like, you guys would actually be really good friends if you just. I don't know, stop trying to kill each other. If it was a different situation, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really good, and I want to, I'm, at this point in chapter 18, I'm more interested to see where the story goes, because I remember in Birthright, you basically, you wipe out a good, like, maybe not a good chunk, but you, you kill quite a few of the Norian, uh, royalty, uh, not to spoil, but I'm pretty sure there's a couple, but in this one, I'm wondering if maybe, Maybe there are similar deaths, but I get the sense that maybe Ryuma is more willing to kind of, look, I don't know, look the other way is the wrong term, but I don't know. I'm yeah, a bit... In the game, I in Birthright, I think I've only gotten to where I fight Camilla, and I think you let her live mm-hmm. after you fight her. I know there are a few deaths, but uh, they're kind of, they're... They're telegraphed pretty hard uh, near the end of the game, and it's really just based on the fact that some of the Norians are too far gone and too close to King Garen. But uh, yeah. in, in this, I'm wondering if maybe we'll see more of a... Well, I got, yeah, I gotta figure that Hans and... Uh, what's his name? Creepy Jerkwad. Yeah, Creepy Jerkwad. Right, right-hand man who's been trying to kill you the whole time are way too far gone to even consider letting live. Yeah, the like, game. there are a few of those that are definitely see a piece, but, uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see where this goes, and we talked a bit about what we're gonna do once Three Houses comes up, and I think we're gonna continue down that path where each, every other week, where Game Club would, would, suppose, would usually be, is we'll do one chapter, um, and that means we're gonna go to chapter 19 in two weeks, so after Three Houses releases, we'll have some time to take a break from that and go play chapter 19 of fates uh conquest and i think we got 27 chapters total so we're maybe looking at like end of summer mid september when we'll be done this one and then we'll kind of revisit and see by then i think we'll we'll both be wrapped up if not wrapping up three houses um i will probably take longer to beat it than than eddie will um Depending on when end of summer is for you, it'd probably be closer to end of fall. Yeah, maybe my time is all weird. Timey wimey, probably the end of fall. But we're we're starting August. It'll be like early August for chapter nineteen, and if we have another eight chapters, that would be another four months. 
roughly. Oh my gosh. After that. Maybe, so, yeah. My, my sense of time. It'll actually be December, early December <laughs> when we finally finish. Okay, well, maybe one's three houses. Like, we're not going to stick to the one. I, I, we'll see how things go. Yeah, well, I mean, depending on how quickly we manage to get through three houses, we will eventually probably try and pick it back up to two or three uh, chapters of every two weeks. But yeah, for Pers- now, while the game is brand new, we're going to trim it down to one chapter a yeah. session. Personally, I don't mind the one chapter because I we get to discuss it before worrying about having to move on to the next one. I'd almost, yeah, I'd almost look at like maybe once things quiet down and we stick to one chapter, maybe do it once a week, depending on. Yeah, how I was gonna go. say if, I mean, yeah, if you want, we can try and see about shifting it to where we just do one chapter a week. You know. Cool. No, we'll we'll see how it goes, yeah. but definitely gonna we take can a week off. More off air. Yeah, well, uh, I'll I'll clip out this uh, this planning session and I'll put it on the exclude. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not editing this out. You guys get to see the sausage made and everything, but uh, that's gonna do it for Summoner's Call this week. Eddie, if you could check the clock, how many days until Three Houses launches? Uh, five days. Not that I'm counting. Okay, perfect. Well, what less possibly by the time this gets posted, and <laughs> also depending on what time you're looking at it, and if you're gonna be up at midnight and. Yeah, you know. so many factors. You could be listening to this so late that the game is already out. Dun dun dun. Time. Yeah, te- technically, if you want to be specific, it's four days, three hours, and twenty-six minutes, according to my clock. Oh, that is very so. specific. I, you know, I just did this as kind of like a, an exiter, but um, it worked out. That's pretty specific. I'm glad that that worked out. Uh, you can visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash Faye. Email the show, Faye at gamersinpodcast.com. I apologize if some, anyone's emailed in. I haven't checked the inbox in a while. I will do that when I post. Uh, check out the Fire Emblem channel and the Gamers in Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. That's probably where most of the comments are coming in. We have a very lively Discord. People in there were chatting about uh, which house they're going to pick and also uh, which gender they were going to pick for, for Byleth and you know, some really good answers in there. Um, certainly go in there and check that out. You can follow us on Twitter. You can find myself at rmurphy, eddie at drellfear, and don't forget to follow at the gamers in for show updates. That's going to do it for this week, uh, this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week, and happy summoning. Mm-hmm.